Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hello and welcome to the Dork Forest. Jackie Cation here. It is November or December, which means please do not donate to the Dork Forest this month. Direct donations should go to your local food bank. To do that, you would Google the words food bank and then the name of your town and then one will show up and then you will send them the $10 or the $100 or the gajillion dollars that you would have sent to me, Jackie Cation, to a food bank in your neighborhood. Anyway, let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song you just heard. He's going to sing his words to the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio, and Vilmos works on my website, JackieCation.com. The DorkForest.com has all the notes, the link to the YouTube version of the show, which is just the the show is available on iTunes, and there's a player on DorkForest.com. But there's also a YouTube version of it if you can't listen to iTunes for some reason at work. But you can listen to YouTube, so knock yourself out. JackieCation.com has all the rest of it. If you want to support the show by buying Christmas gifts or Hanukkah gifts or Kwanzaa gifts, go to the merch page, knock yourself out. All the t-shirts, there's a Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirts, there's Spooky Reading Girl, there is uh, Meat Shield t-shirts. The Meat Shield t-shirts uh, remain a charitable t-shirt that go to the ACLU, Black Lives Matter, and Southern Law Poverty Center. Uh, you can do that. There are also pins, Spooky Reading Girl and Meat Shield pins. Those are not yet available on the website because I haven't gotten it together. But email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com, and we'll figure it out. There is my calendar, which is available. You can see where I'm playing uh, stand-up comedy-wise. And I'm on the road a bunch in December this year. So feel free to come out and see me do stand-up comedy live. There are videos. You can watch me do stand-up comedy. You can see a clip of my DVD, This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux, which is available streaming or as a hard copy on the merch page as well. There is the Amazon banner. If you're going to order from Amazon, you can use the Amazon banner on dorkforest.com or jackiecation.com. It's just a portal. Sends you to Amazon. You order like normal, and it supports the Dork Forest. Uh, there are premium episodes on Bandcamp. So it'd be the dorkforest.bandcamp.com, and they are probably a dozen episodes that are live. They cost me a couple of bucks to make, so I charge you a couple of bucks. There's also some free episodes and uh, a storytelling album on that Bandcamp page. Help yourself. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Feel free to review it on iTunes if you like, or email me if you have any questions or problems, jackiejackiecation.com. Let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Finally, Aaron K. Foley. Welcome back to Van Nuys. Oh, Van Nuys, I've missed it. I get a newsletter from Van Nuys every week. I'm like, why haven't I been back? <laughs> Where have you been? Van Nuys will write, Dear Aaron K. Foley. Yeah. People, by the way, you should go to AaronFoley.com or AaronKFoley.com and at Aaron K. Foley uh, on Instagram and Aaron Foley Comic on Twitter. Little punchy, you guys. Little punchy. Uh, Tis the season, as they say. This day that you will be listening to this for the first time, American public, uh, Earth public, Rangers of the Dork Forest, Christmas Day. <gasps> Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, because today's the damn day. Now, Aaron Foley, unforeseen dorkdom. <laughs> For you have a podcast called Sports Without Balls, and we have spoken other times about sports. Yes. 
Uh, there's usually a ball involved. Sometimes it's just distance running. God knows what we've talked about. Yeah. Ironically, not, not, uh, not a big fan of balls in my personal life, but, uh, on the court. Yes. <laughs> on the court. You're like swinging Give me the dick. balls. <laughs> swinging dick and a ball. What's happening? Um, <laughs> this gun's going to get a little, little punchy, you guys. Uh, so wait, but no, uh, and it's funny because you like those Hallmark Lifetime Christmas movies. Well, there's a distinction. Oh, I can see me. that you're not a super fan because <laughs> it's a Hallmark uh, movie channel. Okay. Um, and then there's Lifetime. Then they put holiday movies on recently on the Lifetime channel. Okay. But it's not Hallmark Lifetime movies. No, no, those are two different channels, I think, yeah. right? But well, I feel like they're the same kind of movies. They are, they are not? the same genre, okay. for sure. Right. But the Hallmark has really blown it out. You know, oh, next really? level the last couple of years, and then everyone's like, <laughs> oh, there's a crazy market for these insane people that love these movies. <laughs> And believe me, I am not alone. You are not alone. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> people go people go crazy. Um, and now Lifetime has jumped on the bandwagon, so they have their set of, uh, you know, Hallmark in quotes movies. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. just say holiday movies. Holiday and movies. And now Netflix, the last couple years. <gasps> oh, right. Don't they have, have a channel? They have... I don't know if they have a channel. Or, or like I just, a playlist. When I go, on, when I go to Hallmark, or when I go to Netflix, they have... Their holiday movies, uh, but the difference being they have people of color. Hooray. What? Yeah. Have Hallmark, they decided? Real white. Super white. So white. Weirdly enough, Netflix aware that non-whitey magoos enjoy a holiday. Yeah. Is, that what, is that the reveal? Netflix yeah. has some sense that yeah. there might be a person, an Asian person. A black person, a brown crazy. person. I haven't seen any Asians, yet, but uh, <laughs> what I have seen is, uh, yeah, I've done some black really, people, some brown some people, some black people, some brown people, and it's it's so refreshing. Yeah, it's like you don't think about it until you do the deep dive into Hallmark. Okay, here comes I do. People start early. I start post Thanksgiving. Oh, is that when it starts? Okay. No, I think people they probably watch it since October. Hallmark has now blown it out of the water. There, the the. The holiday movies, now for them it's Christmas. They they do white and they do Christmas. It's not like I I can't even tell you if I've seen anything. I don't. There's no Hanukkah because there's only white people, right? There's right. only white Christian people, right? And is it is it Christ like? Is there a lot of Christmas in the? I Christmas? try to avoid the Christ like ones because <laughs> you could see them in the opposite. You know, in the direct. You know, if they're like. Um, you know, uh, Paula from the big city, you know, runs into Josh from the Old Testament. Paula, and you're like, oh, now, now I'm going to pass on that one. You can kind of smell out the biblical ones. Right. And I do Remember, a hard pass on those. Hard pass. Remember Maria's whole joke about how they're always trying to sell you something and oh, then it's, it's a secret and it, it's church. And so it's funny. like, it's a coffee shop. It's called The Rock. No, <laughs> that's church. Is it so that is it like that? Well, kind of? yeah, sometimes they sneak them in. I was watching one um, and I've, I've written down the titles and description. This wasn't in oh, it, the very, but, but I'll tell wait, you. you have cards. Oh, I have, oh, I have oh, index I love cards that. prepared for this dorkdom. Aaron Foley, this could go longer than an hour. We don't know. We don't, <laughs> we don't know. know. Go ahead. Um, well, the, the, when, they, when the biblical ones sneak up on you sometimes, right? Um, like, uh, I, I forget what the, this one was called. Let's just say Rodeo <laughs> Christmas. So we're in like small town <laughs> country USA 
and she comes like uh, it's her ex boyfriend comes back into town, and he's a country singer, right? <laughs> but she's looking at this property that she wants to buy, like off in the distance, and all oh. of a sudden, there's there's like um uh whatever the biblical passage was. There isn't it, a star over that, or. or it, I, I pulled the plug on, on minute 30. I actually had to go to bed. I'll go back. But they did a voiceover of, I think, the same passage as, as, as Charlie Brown, but not in a cute Linus way. Like, lights, please. Not, not in that way. <laughs> Which I've tried to memorize. Um, but it was like a creepy older dude of like, then the Lord. And you're like, oh, come on. She's looking at a field. You know? Wrap this up. Right. But yeah. She's going to want a bathroom and suite. <laughs> it's just they're so cheesy but like like I can't stop. But the Netflix editions have been fun because of the diversity. Right. There's at least something else going on. I watched one the other night. What did you see? What was well, the plot? I was just in Colorado, so this is 3 weeks ago from when this goes up. But um with Maria, they had a real nice TV. <laughs> and Maria Bamford has been telling me about what she's been watching, which is 90 Day Fiance. Oh and she watches 90 Day Fiance? Yeah. And something else about where uh, you have uh, pull the plug or don't pull the plug, but you better quick decide whether you want this house. Well, it has almost everything we want. It has two guest rooms and a mud room, but the back isn't landscaped. So whatever. She's watching oh. some HGTV bullshit. And so I was like, People like these Hallmark movies, <laughs> so I go on the Hallmark, yeah. and it was genuinely super white, and yeah. it was about, there were two of them I watched. One was about a woman who used to love Christmas, yeah. and then um, started a cookie company, and she made cookies, and then the Nutcracker showed up. Did you hear about the Nutcracker guy? Okay, Jackie, <laughs> yeah. this is really crazy. I've only seen the end of it, like the last 40 minutes. Okay, it's called A Very Nutty Christmas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Really? Now, the reason why I know this is Mary Foley. Mary, Mary Foley. Foley Your mother. mother. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to do on stage. It doesn't get old for me, but for the audience it does. I go, do you know? Do you guys know Mary Foley? And everyone just kind of pauses. I go, my mother? Oh, God, it's just a timeless classic. Uh, and 28 million years I've been doing stand-up. Um, so my mom, I'm in San Diego on Friday, and I call my parents, uh, and they're always surprised, always surprised where I am because I don't tell them anything because they oh, panic. Right. right, right. So she goes, well, where are you? Like, I'm like, San Diego. It's fine. It's like two hours from LA. Oh, all too right. Too close to the border. Honey, honey, too the close. Caravan. Are you part of the caravan network? <laughs> um, remember when that was news? Uh, so my mom, all right. So I talked to my mom, then I talked to my dad. And then my, and, and, he, and he goes, oh, uh, your mother's waving. Oh, oh, hold on. And then the, my mom comes back on, 82 years old, and she goes, okay, Aaron, I'm on Lifetime. Or it was Lifetime. It, it was Lifetime. It, it was, was lifetime. lifetime. She goes, I'm on Lifetime. You know, they started holiday movies now. They started a lot of them. Because we, we go on a deep dive as a family. My two sisters and Mary and Dick Foley, we will watch when we're, when we're all gathered. Oh, your dad's well, in, too. Well, he can only stomach some of them, but he, he's a real cheese ball, yeah. like romantic at heart. Sure. So he'll take it as, and then sometimes he has to step out. But my mom, and I wrote this down, and you're literally describing, my mom gets on the phone. She goes, oh, Aaron, I got a good one for you. And I go, what? She goes, okay, I'm watching Lifetime Holiday. She goes, there's this baker. 
She's great at baking. She's really stressed out because she just got an order for a thousand Christmas cookies. And she's stressed and her boyfriend's like, you don't have enough time for me. And they break up because she's too busy. And guess what? I go, what? She goes, her boyfriend's Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) I was like dying. And she... Uh, He is. He is the town... by the Nutcracker at the end. He's he's the town Santa Claus. And uh, so he... But he's some sort of dirtbag of some sort in the most lifetime uh, holiday movie kind of way, which means not really. Yeah. And then the Nutcracker, who is a toy, uh, comes to life. And then, oh, is it a toy come to life? Yeah. Oh wow! So toy they went comes to, to a, life. A, a magical realism. Yeah, they okay. went magic, and then of course okay. he has to leave. Spoiler alert, guys! Oh, toy doesn't stick it out. Mary Joan Hart, uh, I think it was <laughs> the whitest actress on the planet. Possibly yeah. she could not. She was almost translucent. Yeah, I think she it was, was Mary enormously Joan. blonde and very sort of. She she kind of had that sort of cool baker roundness, like her face was round, and she she played a baker. Yeah, yeah. She, she probably was great. put on five, ten, fifteen before the part. She might have put on cookies. like six and a half pounds, and, <laughs> and I'm sure threw it up right threw after. It up right after, she's like, "I'm not going to the party, you guys. I got I got some real throwing up to do." Anyway, so I saw that one, the the end of that one, and then I saw I went over to Hallmark because I knew we were going to do this. Yes, and I went over to Hallmark and I saw the beginning of one. I don't necessarily need to see the whole ones. I can just see 20 minutes. I seem to, I get the gist. Do you this know the one. meaning of Christmas? <laughs> I called Andy Ashcraft and I said to him, hey, I just watched uh, a show on, on Lifetime and it was about a woman who needed to learn the, the meaning of Christmas. He said, I said, do you, do you know the meaning of Christmas? He said, is it the meaning of Christmas? And I said, yeah, it's the meaning of Christmas. And then we said the meaning of Christmas at each other about six times. <laughs> There's nothing funnier than saying the meaning of Christmas. Right. The meaning of Christmas, it turns out, for Baker Lady, okay. was that uh, people uh, like cookies, but calm down. There'll yeah. be enough cookies. Yeah. You don't have to be the one. Okay. Uh, the message of the second one was a different one. The guy... Uh, worked at an advertising company, and she was a, a personal shopper, and oh. she had the meaning of Christmas. He didn't. Uh, the Nutcracker in the last one had the meaning of Christmas, had to give it to the baker. Yeah. Pow, pow. It's a lot of swapping. <laughs> it's a lot of one person doesn't have it. Yeah. The other person does. Yeah. I was going to say, you've really hit, you know, for for someone that's just gaining some some speed here in, in the Hallmark, <laughs> you are really nailing on a on a very big theme. So one of the big themes is one someone's like bursting with Christmas cheer. You know, they're like pow 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 coming out every orifice Christmas cheer and then you got the Grinch, you right. know. And they're like we are consumerism. You know, might didn't have a family and they're like okay, come to our small town from and- the big city. Right. And then, boom, 90 minutes is basically all it takes for them to make 180. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Now I'm shitting Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Has this ever happened? Somebody inherits a Christmas tree farm. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's the best. Can I? I just yes, want to. please. Please bring now, some. Now, there's so many different versions, what, but what, this yes. to me is my, this, this to be. Because sometimes you get the you get the double the double whammy. Now the double whammies to me are my favorite, where you get the meaning of Christmas. Sure, the meaning of Christmas, and you get romance. Romance, yes, with no finance is a damn nuisance. I don't know if you remember <laughs> Big Daddy Kane, nineteen eighty nine. Anyway, that is a great line. It, it sticks with you, it really does. Romance with no finance, big oh. nuisance. Yes, and that's yeah. it's, I was going to say, poetry. is that is that a 
your dad dad Cation quote? Uh if 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 Big Daddy Kane were Big Daddy Elliot Cation, yes. yes. But no. I think one of my favorite lines is the Biggie Smalls line. And I and I can't remember the the first part, but it was like it was basically don't come into this club and, and shoot up the room because some of the then because of the, some of these ladies are having my babies. <laughs> I was always like, that is an excellent point. <laughs> right. Some of these ladies are having my babies. Uh, so like, if you could take ladies it. Ladies having my babies. I'm like, yeah, don't shoot up this place. <laughs> <laughs> I got ladies on every corner. Jesus. All right. So here's here's like the perfect one. This is This is what I mean by like the double whammy. Last night I watched Let It Snow. Now, oh, that's a good name. It's a great name because one of the themes in these movies is um, about every other movie, one of the characters has never seen snow. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And 21st then, century. Shocker. Wait for it. The last 10 seconds. It snows. <laughs> it is like a beautiful big flake of snow. That kind of snow, the good it's snow. It's just they look up and she goes, <gasps> it's one of those. Oh. Um, <clears throat> another. Let it Another uh, uh, Hallmark go-to is Candace Cameron Bure, but Candace Cameron from um, uh, the show we grew up on, uh, Growing Pains. Growing Pains. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Kirk Cameron, Crazy Christian, her brother, I'm sure she's a a Christian as well. That's fine. But she's less vocal. She's first uh, an actress. Fruitcake brother. Um, (laughs) Candace Cameron's got a lockdown on these Hallmark movies. Oh, she in a lot of them? Oh, she's in like every other one. Okay. So she's in Let Us Know. Here's the description. After a resort company purchased a new property, uh, I can't even read my own writing. <laughs> Wait, uh, oh, I don't know. I'm going to make up this word. Literally can't read my writing. After, after a resort company purchases a new property, a stressed out business lady must inspect the land and file an important report on its status. Important. Yeah. That's key. So here's... What Here's happens? a major plot of most of these movies. You'll have the Cameron lady a businesswoman. Yeah. So she's so this actually, this actually was like triple threat. This is why I give this movie an A. All right, as if these movie reviews people are hanging <laughs> on to the movie review. Here's of the snap. Here's and the it was, it was a three pronger. The rotten cr- Christmas cane. <laughs> We're gonna give it all of them. Six peppermint. <laughs> This she was from Arizona. Ugh, so many problems there. Sorry, I know there's there's this is a very popular podcast. So I just Arizona, not one of my favorite states, but there's a wonderful people in the state of Arizona. Right, right. You guys uh, rise up, rise up. Anyway. Yes, yeah. It's just you know. Go ahead. Anyway, so she's in Arizona. That's her, why no snow. Yeah, she's never seen snow. Her mom died at an early age. Her fallen. Her father's Alan Thick. Weirdly enough, the same father she had in Growing Pains. That is weird. R.I.P. Alan Thick. So Alan Thick. Af- so this one's older. No, no. Yeah. Well, last year he must have filmed it like right on the his day before bed. he died. <laughs> so sorry. It's awful. He's like, "That's a wrap on Let It Snow," and then he passes out. Um, I'm so sorry. Let me do a little act out of how horrible it was when Alan Thick died. <laughs> Only podcast where you reenactments of Alan Thicke's death. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so she's always wanted to experience Christmas. Never has. After her mom died, her father became like crazy business guy. Cut off all feelings and emotions. So she joined. The, that's what you do. That's what you do. <laughs> you close up shop. Hey, Batman! Fucking get it together. <laughs> 
Do you know the rest of us just keep moving? We just keep living our lives. We don't just shut down. Just shut down. But she down. just shut down. Um, so she joins joins her father's company just so she can spend time with her dad, right? Okay. So she's trying to take over like this big division. And this is a major plot in all these movies. They go from corporate city America. They're very busy. The first scene is usually her on a laptop or on a phone. I kid you not. They're enormously busy. So busy. They go to a lodge or an inn. Now, a lodge and an inn has to be included in all these movies. Fair enough. She goes up to the lodge. This Her dad's corporation bought the lodge. It's family owned. They celebrate Christmas can I swear on this? Yes. Like motherfuckers. Okay. They are, they're literally, they have all these traditions, all these families for 50 years come to celebrate Christmas. She's right. on her laptop and she's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I got to make this report. Hot cocoa. Who drinks hot cocoa? <laughs> there will be a line in the movie that says, is anybody up for cocoa? You're nailing this, Jackie. Well, I do have some history yes. in romance. Yeah. Go. So the romance, of course, is, so we get... Um, she doesn't, uh, she always liked Christmas, but has been shut off from Christmas. And now she literally gets five days of a, a winter Christmas wonderland. Right. And She's fallen into a pumpkin spice latte. For sure. <laughs> um, and the son, of course, the hunky lumber oh, yeah. guy, who's oh, got lumber. a lot of ideas on innovations, but the, sh- the father shut him down. Flannel? Flannel. Excellent. The whole time. The whole time. Um, they... They fall in love. Sure. Then the father, it's her, a long story. Dad. Santa, she wrote a letter to Santa. He sees it. She's like, all I want for Christmas is spend time with my dad. So then you get the dad back at the end. So you get a father-daughter reunited. Oh, my God. The Does meaning of Christmas. Does dad melt? Alan no. Thick. Alan <gasps> Thick Stays upright until his heart attack. And... <laughs> And then they decided to be together. So that's, that's to me, one of the best examples of the beauty and the joy of I white do. people at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard so much about these white people at Christmas stories. Yeah. yeah. And often there's flannel. Yeah. And, um, and then sometimes it's, uh, I have to say... This is the one that Jen Kirkman told me about. Now, have you seen this one? Where yes, she, I have. Okay, because okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was she was talking about doing one of these very episodes. Yeah, I'd like to hear the six six movies that she likes that have these same plots. Oh yeah, um, we got to get Jen to call in. I don't think get... she leaves her house. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, whisper. And so she, um, but she, it was something about a woman in New York who inherits a Christmas tree. Um, Essentially, a a land full of Christmas trees that are to be all chopped down, and there's been some sort of trouble. And she's like, "I don't want to. I don't want to be in the Christmas tree industry." And so she takes what is like a pencil skirt and her blazer, and she heads out into northern New York, yeah, like rural New York, and sees a bunch of pine trees. And then there's a guy who's the manager of the Christmas tree uh, farm, yeah. And then that man wears flannel, yeah, and has a a real nice set of shoulders. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then, bow, chicka, bow, bow. Yep. And uh, and in the midst of all that, we find out that the real meaning of Christmas is selling Christmas trees. Do we know? Do we now? Hmm. Do you know that in the Nutcracker, the Nutty Professor of Christmas movies, whatever <laughs> I just watched, 
We learned at the end, one of the things we learned was that the Nutcracker, that guy has got some organizational skills. They yeah. made 6,000 cookies. They didn't just make 1,000 cookies. Oh, wow. Chop, chop on that guy. And... um but he came to he came to life like he wasn't a real dude. You don't see a lot of magical stuff. It was or, magical, and yeah. he came to life. Okay. And that's why it was one of the very other, nutty Christmas, right? And the weirdest thing was at the end. The other message: there were two messages. One: lots and lots of cookies need to be sold. Yes. Second: um, they load the truck. Uh, the union the union is bad. Because okay. it was a union truck and they wouldn't load it because they didn't have enough guys. And huh. she was like, you have to load it. And he was like, well, if you give me just cash. And he and this guy tries to shake her down. But one of the B-plots of the nutty uh, Christmas was the the the, was, the, the, was the Michael Cohen? <laughs> the Nutcracker was Mr. Avenetti. And all of a sudden, there was some sort of trouble. And I was like, hey, man. Don't slam the union. <laughs> yeah, that's odd, and huh? It was weird. It was a weird one. So it got political. It got political. But uh, Nutcracker guy wore the hat the whole time, wore the outfit the whole time. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And he did not have the painted face of, of the, the ballet mm. Nutcracker. Right. He had a beard. <laughs> I'm going to have to now watch this. You're going ha- you, yeah, to have to see it. Give me another one. What else you got? Um, Okay, but I love the plot of the, it's always a woman from in the city. Apparently, there's no moral values in cities. And my sister, my older sister, Tara, who's lived in New York City for like 28 years and now lives in small town Texas because she's a professor. Did I tell you that, right? She went from yeah. New York City to Waco, Texas. Right. She's a professor at Baylor. She's like, she, every time we watch these, we all love them. And she, the, as soon as it turns off, it's like, you know how every single family member says the same thing over the holidays? Yes. Tara will go, I just... The only, the only problem is, and Megan and I look at each other, we're like, here it comes. <laughs> it, it, it's just like, oh, the cities are like big and bad, and there's no moral compass in the cities, and the small towns are, you know, I right? mean, come on, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> and we go, check that off the Christmas list. Everyone has to say everything. It's right? like watching slides with my dad. Every time he sees this one picture, he's, he's in the Bahamas. He's taken a picture of a very beautiful, he said she was German, and she was wearing a bikini, and uh, he took a picture of her, and she was there with a much, much older man. And uh, the two of them came up to him after he took the picture and were all in his face and all grumpy that he had to. And he was like, no, I was taking a picture of the the boat behind you. And he tells that story every time we see that slide. Oh and there's and then at the end of it, he goes, you see a boat in, the, in this picture? You do not. and Because uh, there's never a boat. Uh, so, uh, Elliot Cation, me too. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> He's just, he's, uh, I, I, there, there's gradations, as I think we all know. Oh, anyway, boy. go. Uh, me too light, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> just a touch, a touch of the me too. A- <laughs> um, here's a couple... <laughs> Um, here's a couple that I have. Oh, this, this one, um, this one I loved the holiday calendar. This is on Netflix and it's the a black holiday. family oh. and boy, was it refreshing. Also one of my favorite actors from the wire was in it. Uh, he plays the grandfather. Excellent. What's um, it called? Uh, the, the cal- holiday calendar. Got it. A photographer inherits an antique advent calendar that seems to predict her future, including a budding romance. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yes. That was super fun. Oh, this one I really enjoyed too. Christmas inheritance. Before ambitious heiress Ellen Langford can inherit her father's business, she must deliver a special Christmas card to her dad's former business partner in Snow Falls. It's always called like Snow Falls oh, yeah. or like... Candle Lane or whatever it is. 
<laughs> when a snowstorm, there's always a snowstorm. Oh, when a snowstorm strands her. You because otherwise people would leave. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, get me out of this shithole. Get me out of this shithole. I gotta go. <laughs> nope. Trapped in by Christmas. <laughs> and then you're going to know what the meaning is. <laughs> when a snowstorm strands her at the town inn, ding, 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 she discovers <laughs> the true gift of Christmas. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Um, that one had, had a really good side plot, too, because her boyfriend it starts in the big city. Um, but it was really fun because the actress was fun. And they show her, like, partying at the Christmas, like, just doing shots and doing, like, tumble. She tumbled into a tree. I was like, I want to hang out with this lady. <laughs> then she had her deadbeat boyfriend who was, like, just on his phone, just, ugh. Then she goes to small town USA, <laughs> discovers the meaning of Christmas. Nobody even and has a white a man. That's wonderful. Oh, not a, not a wonderful white man. Wait, is a, wait is the holiday calendar is with the black family? Yes, and the the next one, Snow Falls, that's a white family. Uh, Christmas inheritance. It's a white family, although she had a black boyfriend to start with. Oh, who, so I was like, who oh, was sweet. too but into then, his phone? But then he mm-hmm. was he was he was using her because she was an heiress. Oh, fair enough. I might call myself an heiress next week. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get you some dates, people. Uh, you know, there's a great line in a Cary Grant Catherine Hepburn movie called Holiday. It's one of the uh, phenomenal it's a, movie. It's a it's a, it's a phenomenal movie. It's uh, set. It's over New Year's Eve, and at one point, um, Cary Grant says to not Catherine Hepburn, but her evil sister, who he's uh, who he's dating in the beginning of the movie. Um, well, you must all be so rich, and she said, "Well, is it important?" He goes, "Well, it's a very nice accomplishment for a girl. Oh. It's sort of like playing the piano." <laughs> Oh my God, that's amazing! It's such a great line. Big Daddy Whoa. Kane would have said it. Big Daddy, <laughs> he would have said it if he were alive in thirty-eight, nineteen thirty-eight. Um, so those are both. <laughs> those are those are Netflix. Um, some of those are the Christmas Inheritance is uh, Netflix. Holiday, oh, good. Holiday Calendar is Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Um, Let It Snow is Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reunited. This one was okay. Reunited, and it feels so good. I wish it felt better. Um, (laughs) This one was weird. It was when a woman accepts her boyfriend's proposal, a revelation leads her to her new fiancé to be forced to play out a charade during the holiday. But basically, he proposes like on Christmas Eve. I mean, come on, just celebrate too the late. holiday. Too, too late, much. too just too you, everything. You got to start. You got to give yourself four days till Christmas. Four <laughs> days for the magic to happen. That's how long a Christmas movie ought to last. Four <laughs> days. It was just you know, don't double dip on the celebration. She's there at her dead grandmother's house. It's the first time her family's been reunited. He's like, <laughs> let's make this about me. And he turns out to be sweet, and then she takes him back. But whatever. Um, this hmm. one I have on deck Christmas ornament after a widow decides to keep her holiday festivities low key. <laughs> she soon encounters a Christmas tree lot owner who provides her with a decoration. What? What? That's so weird. What's that, that on? so random? These are all Hallmark. That, that's Hallmark. Hallmark. Yeah. Now, do, are there Christmas... Because I have my stack of Christmas movies what that I watch What are same. your go-tos? Well, the, the same, I watch the same movies every year. But three years ago, I added a movie from, I think, 2008. It's a Queen Latifah movie, The Last Holiday. Are you familiar with The Last Holiday? I don't think I've seen The Last Holiday. And I love, is my, it, I love my queen. Uh, your queen is on fire. Yeah. Timothy Hutton is in it. You might Whoa. remember him from Taps and other things. And other uplifting films. 
He um, plays the weasel. He, he plays, always plays the weasel. He's a weasel. And, he's got um, a weasel face. He's, he might be, might because he's tiny. Mm-hmm. But uh, whatever it is, he, he nails it. And then and Queen Latifah, and it might be LL Cool J. I have that thing where I don't recognize anyone. Yeah. but And I've seen the movie easily six times. They are good friends. They are. Are they? I think so. Okay. so it And it, it is a romance, but it's super light. As okay. far as the romance is just sort of bookended. Yeah. And what it is is um, Queen Latifah is told that she has a very rare disease and she's going to die. Oh. Yeah. And it turns out, uh, of course. Gas. <laughs> it's is it just gas? gas? <laughs> it was a bad MRI machine. Anyway, but she takes all of her money and she has – Gerard Depardieu is in it oh, before wow. he went Russian. I was excited. Um, before he didn't pay his tax? Exactly. And so he – uh, he plays a famous chef, like a like a, a bam that guy, Emerald yeah. Lug- Lugassi, <laughs> like the bam, bam guy, like, yeah. and he even has a cameo in it, Emerald Lugassi. And um, but the hilarious thing is, so Queen, our, our character Queen Latifah, has been sucking it away, working really hard, going to one day live her dreams, has a book of possibilities, LL Cool J's like photo, his his. Employee of the month photo has been superimposed onto all of these like wedding photos. It isn't creepy at all that she's stalking this dude with a with a possibilities thing. Wow. And anyway, she finds out she has like two weeks to live. So she dashes off. She decides to blow it all. Takes like two hundred grand wow. and goes to the Alps. Okay. Into some spa. And that's where her congressman is. And that's where Timothy Hutton, who owns the department store she works at. And they're um, all there. They're all there. They're all there. Oh. Uh, and so she, there's wacky hijinks with a snowboard. Okay. There's uh, amazing clothing that's happening. There's a lot of great food. Gerard Depardieu plays the, uh, she went there because he was the chef. Okay. So the last holiday is uh, a delight. Okay. Uh, but that's the only new one. The rest of them are like, well, that's not true. Are they romance or just, just the spirit so, of Christmas? Mostly the spirit of Christmas. Okay. Holiday Inn is – I always start the year with Holiday Inn, which is um, Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. Oh. And – I love a good dance sequence. Right, right. It's it's great. Uh, there's a, a very unfortunate blackface scene in it. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I'm that, gonna pass. Well, the that just hurt me. Isn't the, the word? Would, if, if someone doesn't flinch when you say blackface, you can't be friends with them. Yeah, you got to wrap it up. If someone's comfortable around that term, <laughs> it's like you got to be like, "See you later, Carol." Who, who's <laughs> Carol? Hey, Carol, why don't you care about blackface? Yeah. Well, we're trying to phase it out. Yeah. Uh, but what what is interesting to me is that sometimes they play the movie Holiday Inn on AMC and they take the blackface scene out. Interesting. Which okay, I always think. That is a bit of a whitewashing of history to take the black. I mean, if you're going to yeah. show Holiday Inn, fucking cringe and watch yeah. horrible Bing, Bing yeah. Crosby in blackface. I don't think they're doing a service taking it out because for everybody that sees it, they should literally go, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. Right. And then it, it starts a good holiday discussion of racism. <laughs> exactly. And Who so taking wanna- it out, then you just go, oh, look at all these. Look, look Genteel at white folk, exactly. And then the one because, bla- and it's also the, one of the only scenes the black, the one black actress in the movie has. She plays Mamie. Jesus, a lot of silence right there. Good for you. And then she is uh, essentially his housekeeper, whatever. And she has yeah. a couple of kids, and she has 
like three scenes in the movie, and she looks like she could probably act circles around all of them. Yeah. The only good thing about Bing Crosby, the, there are many bad things, him and hitting of his children, yeah. these type of things, but uh, was that he tried to get black actors and musicians in every movie that he ever did. Oh, well, yeah. that's good. Right. It was uh, it was something where he was like, what? what? Anything? Anything at all. Yeah. It's uh, Louis Armstrong played Louis Armstrong in... <laughs> So, Oprah played Oprah. He didn't know Oprah. <laughs> he might have known Oprah. <laughs> anyway. Isn't it kind of crazy how those those older, uh, you know, kind of iconic, if you take like a Bing, Bing Crosby, then you take like a Frank Sinatra, like how awful these people were. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Frank Sinatra was awful. Right. How great is it that they're dead? Yeah. And that I can, like, I he donated... I just went through this nerd six. <laughs> it's a seven part ser- series called Bagman. Uh, Rachel Maddows. You oh. have to. You have to listen to it. Everybody wow. has to listen to it. If you're a history buff, it's about uh, the uh, fall of Spiro Agnew during the same time of Watergate. It's such a fascinating. I'm not, I just finished part six. I do believe that it wraps up what this is week. It? It's is called it? the Bagman or or Bagman. And it's a half hour each each episode of uh, is it on CSNBC or something? No, and it's a podcast. It's a podcast. You can get it on your podcast app mm-hmm. or msc msnbc dot com. But like you know, it's like Watergate, Water Watergate, and and I didn't. I knew he was like corrupt, but I didn't. I and he resigned. That's all. I, I didn't know anything about him. Fascinating. But anyway, when he was going down and was being prosecuted, Frank Sinatra donated a ton of money for his defense. And he was the most corrupt, one of the most corrupt politicians we've ever had. The only <laughs> vice president to be forced to resign. Right, right. Frank Sinatra was bankrolling the dude. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, there's so many to get off banks. Hallmark topic. Right, right. Well, and the, and the weird thing is, is that is so, but, but if you look at it, I mean, it, look at Kirk Cameron's sister. Yeah. No, she's probably a monster. Yeah. We don't know, but we're going to watch a movie where someone has written a very nice plot. Yes. Do you have another one? Let's go to another. Um, oh, I have a couple. Um, okay. So here's, here's a sharp turn. I took, <laughs> here's a sharp turn. Oh, one more and I'll tell you about the sharp turn. So here's another one that's on deck. These two will probably do a doubleheader tonight. Um, it's weird that I don't. I'm not successful in my other avenues of life. Okay, I'm going to do another double. I'm going to do a double, <laughs> double decker of Hallmark stuff. Is due easy. Okay, with love, Christmas. With love, Christmas yeah. is the name of the movie. It sure is. An ad exec. I'm like, I'm already in. An ad, an ad exec is forced to team up with her cross coworker. Please, let's bring that word back. <laughs> I'm producing a new commercial for an upcoming Christmas project. Yes. 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 I love it. It's going to be great. Oh, that's the end of it. That's it. Well, I mean, that's that, that's that, on that's deck. the description. Yep. The description is is there's an ad duo, one yep. of who's grump, yeah, one of who's not a grump. They got to do a Christmas. And they're going to working together on a Christmas project, which means he is the grump because I said her. Right. Well, I'm, I'm so, sure there's nothing then, gay, so I can only assume it's a man and a woman. Is are there any gay? No, I I'm in desperate need for my my sweet gay peeps because uh, I am one uh, just to see anything, but. Uh, I heard Kristen Stewart was going to do a holiday movie, and then someone tweeted out. It was so funny. I think it was my friend Brad tweeted out. Oh, that's what you that's what you want to hear. Like a a lesbian that never smiles is doing a romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe they'll be the grump. Maybe they'll be the grump. Maybe she'll she'll uh, make out with a lady that is filled with the Christmas spirit. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But what? Okay. 
So here's where I took my uh, hard turn last night. Okay. Now, uh, I'm on Netflix, and uh, this is why these movies are so great. So, And you can relate to this, obviously. And then just everybody that's overworked can relate to this. Um, Friday night, I did an hour in San Diego, drove back home, drove there Friday, did the show, dr- drove back on Saturday, did two open for fortune uh, at Flappers, did two 25-minute sets. Sunday morning, I woke up and had my New York Giants for three and a half hours. We went into overtime. I was very stressed out. So last night, I needed to shut your brain off. Everybody, oh, yeah. need, you shut your brain off. Oh, and yeah. That's why these, hol- these Hallmark movies are just so good. That's exactly what they were for. You just shut your brain off and you go, Christmas. And you think about all your, if you're lucky enough, I'm very lucky to have wonderful Christmases with my family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they're for. So, right. But last and night I did a sharp, t- I did a, I took a wrong turn. Wait a minute. You know that the last episode I recorded was with Matt Weinhold and it was about horror, Christmas horror movies. Christmas horror? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's a huge genre of that. I didn't even think about it. Think about the word, this word, Treevenge. That's the name no, of a movie. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, it is. Uh, there's another one called Elves. Um, wow. Yeah. Are they on like the FX or sci-fi channel or something like that? Is it like a Hallmark? Is it like a... I, like I a, was trying to get, figure out where he was watching them, but it's Matt Weinhold. So he probably owns them on 35 millimeter. I don't, I don't know. I don't know him. I mean, uh, I know a comic. Him, but, me, yeah. San Francisco yeah. comic. Oh, okay. Uh, he is a delight. Anyway, so you got to check out. And if it's yeah. going to be Treevenge or if it's going to be Let It Snow, one of those things, it's just, it's it's going to be easier. Yeah. It's going to be easier for you to get to see, uh, you know, just sort of, it's, it's why I'll read a romance novel. Yeah. Right? And it's Beats eating an entire chicken or... Um, drinking all of the booze in the whole wide world, right? I mean, you got to check out. You got to take your brain out. You got to take and, your uh, brain out, and then just go on a go on a lap without and, it. Uh, Treevenge, I think, might be one of my favorite titles. I think of all time. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, there's nothing better. It's pretty great. Uh, Joan Collins is it a short movie? I love Joan about Collins. an evil, evil Santa. Eighteen wow. minute movie, no. short film. He said. Can't oh, remember the name of it. It might God. be called a Christmas horror film or a Christmas horror movie. Wasn't she? What was she on? Dallas or Dynasty? Dynasty, right? Dynasty, I think. Oh, it would be great if we could we could remember her character and then put that into the title. <laughs> it was like Crystal Clarington or something like that. It was, it was, it was like Donna. She murders some guy with a poker, and then oh um, well, then the, obviously it's called poker. And, <laughs> With a, a fire, po- I don't know why the word fire poker isn't isn't used enough. I don't know if people have fire fireplaces. Po- fire poker. <laughs> fire That's poker. what it's called. It's called fire poker. <laughs> it's it's something like Crystal Harrington. It's it not, is, but we're uh, I'm very it close. Be. It should be. You are very I'm close. Write down the word Crystal Harrington and use that as a. I'm going to join the CIA one day, and that's <laughs> going to be my be... spy name, Crystal Harrington. Mine is Sue Bendorf. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's a real person. Uh, she was my roommate one summer when I was 19. She was 18. I've decided to judge her harshly forever. That's amazing. Uh, she was a pain in the ass. We shared uh, bunk beds and a dowel. That was our closet. We could hang things as many, or as we both did since we were 19 and 18, we just piled things up. Yeah, we, nobody that's what hung. You, do. you pile. You pile. You don't hang. And uh, she would bring fellas home, and then do it on no. the top bunk. No, 
And I hated her because I worked 90 hours a week at a t-shirt shop, yeah. seconds and irregulars. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of it, seconds. And, no, it was no. not. I wish it was. <laughs> Round two. <laughs> <laughs> seconds and irregulars, everything's six fifty. Go. $6.50. Oh, God, that sounds terrible. And yet, uh, kind of the time of my life, yeah. really. It was, uh, it was the Wisconsin Dells. I was 19. I had crawled into a bottle. I had all the energy in the world. Yeah. One night, two in the morning, took a shirt off. No, because I'd gone to the bar. I'd worked so hard. All You were talking about, why am I going to, why not? Let's tell this story. Why Might not? have already told, told it to you, Rangers. Let's hear it again. Here, Jackie Cation telling a story again. <laughs> it's 1984. I'm 19. I'm working uh, at Sweet Teas, that was the name of it. I lived behind it in uh, an apartment that I shared with four other girls, women. We were all about 19, 18 and 19 years old. Two of them were sisters. They would occasionally bring a fella home for me. Uh, never worked out because yeah. it was always weird. Anyway, they would each bring a fella home. Then they'd bring a third. And that guy and I, they did it twice. We yeah. sat next to each other and decided not to make out or do anything. And then that guy left. Anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it was the, three, the sisters, their friend, and then Sue Bendorf and myself. Sue Bendorf and myself, room with the bunk beds. Two sisters, a room with the bunk beds. Uh, somebody in the living room. Uh, TV did not work. Uh, only the audio worked. We used to listen to television. <laughs> it was 1984. It was an exciting time. Moving on. Uh, one night, I'm working 90 hours a week at Sweet Teas. And one night, uh, I am exhausted. I've, it's 104 degrees. There's no air conditioning because it's Wisconsin in July. Uh, and I'm in my pajamas. They all come home and they're gross. They're, uh, all of my roommates are gross. And I'm like, I'm going to the bar. I am in my pajamas. I am not wearing a bra. No. Shorts, t-shirt, no bra. Head down Main Street at around 1130, 12. Uh, I, I got nervous for you. That's right. Here's the good news. This story ends with, and then I wasn't killed. Okay. Because good. I get there, I drink and I drink and I drink. I'm wandering home. It's past bar time, like 2.30 in the morning. It's only about eight blocks. But I'm walking down Main Street, dead. I've left my glasses at my house, so I've been drinking oh, no. blind. Oh, no. And I'm blind drunk in so many ways. Oh, no. And it's 104 degrees, and I'm like, and I, I remember thinking this in my drunken state, why do guys get to walk around without their shirts oh, on? Oh, no, please, no, please, no. <laughs> I take my shirt off. No. And I'm walking down, I was like, this is incredibly comfortable. Boobs, giant boobs, swinging in the wind. There's no wind. It's very hot. All of a sudden, I see a figure walking towards me, a blurry, blurry figure. And I'm like, be cool. Be cool. Put your shirt back on. Be cool. So drunk. And so I wrestled the shirt. I get it back on. We had both slowed down. The guy waited until I had my shirt back on. And then we come abreast. Huh? Huh? Oh, oh pun. Fun, alert. alert. And I say to the guy, and the guy says to me, hey, how's it going? And I was like, good. How are you? And he goes, great. And then he turns around and starts walking with me. And we end up in front of Sweet Teas, which is only another half a block, block and a half. And, I, and there's a bench. And I was like, this is where I work. And he's like, great. And we're just chatting. All I remember is him saying, how's it going? Us sitting on that bench and talking for probably 20 minutes, me telling him that's where I work, and then me saying, well, I got to go. I got to work pro pretty early tomorrow. And he's like, all right. Well, it's nice meeting you. And uh, and me saying, 
did you stop me because I didn't have my shirt on? And he goes, yeah, yeah, see ya. And then he walked off. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Merry Christmas. Wow. That is the Christmas story for Hallmark. <laughs> called Boobs in-, in the Snow. <laughs> Boobs in the Snow. Holy crap, Jackie. Know, what a weird story, Thank right? Thank God you're, you, we, we switched to, yeah, well, we all, we have a, every woman has a couple of those. Where right, you just go, a bad life decision. Oh. I knew I wasn't supposed to. Oh. We had but I've never yet, taken had, my shirt off. We had never, never taken my shirt off. <laughs> We never, there was never, there was always this thing where you're like, the social contract that you're not going to murder me. That yeah. guy luckily had gotten that contract. Yeah. And, uh, and it God, was all I wish good. more people had that social contract. Almost everybody does, though. Yeah. yeah. Some people don't. Yeah. There's a lot of people. That's yeah. the whole thing. That's there are the, so many people. That's an awesome joke of yours, the, the, number, the numbers game. Yeah, the numbers game. Anyway. Um, so I took Let's a hard. Let's get back to Christmas. I took, a, I took a hard left last night. Exactly. Let's get into it. And what was I, it? Um, I I went out on a limb and I decided, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to watch uh I was with my sister. I was like, let's watch um like a different type, you know? This is like in the Netflix Christmas genre, right? Oh my god. What? Did you go to mysteries? No. Okay. I went to what I thought was like um uh kind of fun random action adventure i i didn't know exactly what it was the description well here's the description but i this was this is a description online it was not the description on netflix but but i couldn't i went back in and i couldn't find the description on netflix it was totally odd but the description on netflix was like catchy it was like a wanderer, a drunk, and a <laughs> single mom, and and a store owner. You know, um, have a have a Christmas Eve like none other, or something like that. Okay, and I go, okay. <laughs> now online, the description. This is El Camino Christmas on oh Netflix. Oh my god, it's called El Camino Christmas. Uh huh. And I thought, well, I do, I do have a small place in my heart for Texas. <laughs> uh, more of the Beto, Texas. Um, a young man seeking his father he has never met ends up barricaded in a liquor store with five other people on Christmas Eve. Baron Vaughn's story? No. No, Baron Vaughn just met his dad. Anyway, oh, that's right. right. Oh, I, love, I love all that stuff I love he does Baron about Vaughn. that. Yeah. He's the best. Um, so this was a movie that... Um, it was. It was. Uh, it didn't know. It didn't know. It didn't oh. know what it was. It was Dax Shepard, who I never liked, but now I have grown to like. Who is he? Um, he's an actor. He's an actor. Regular so he's features. Married to Kristen Bell, who's okay. a dreamy. He's a little dreamy. A little dreamy. A little and, dre- he was a little uh, Aaron Foley dreamy. Okay. Um, uh, and then uh, uh, Tim Allen. I should have just uh, uh, just turned off the TV then. Uh, and then he doesn't. He does a pretty good acting job, actually. Actually, I, 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 I like, like him, him in but... everything that he's in, and I'm, I never want to be reminded that it's him. I know. Exactly. It's like that. He, was, he actually did a good job. Then, like, Hottie Mick Hotter Pants, and then the, the Woman in the Sun, and you know they're going to get together eventually. <laughs> um, but all these crazy circumstances happen, but it's kind of, it's kind of funny, but then it's okay. not. And then, and then the, the one where I was like, God, I should never watch this was uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Now, I am not a, uh, uh, you know, what do you call a it? D'Onofrio so, like fan? a D'Onofrio Well, no, I mean someone that like knows movie and act, whatever. Right, right. He just, to me, since day one, 
screams and just like it's Macbeth and he pl- he was it was like performance of Macbeth and he's like a shitty town cop <laughs> with a drinking problem and you would have thought it was like I mean it was but that's how he is always okay but it was a violent Christmas movie oh, there that's was a weird. shootout oh there was a shoot- Conch- bunch of people died and it turns out that at the end of the movie Tim Allen is his father takes one for the team goes out starts shooting at the cops and they shoot him up and so he finally discovers his father barricaded in a liquor store on Christmas Eve, and then it snows. <laughs> well, thank God there's snow. You got to cover up all those bodies. It was terrible. Well, that sounds terrible. That's not Trevenge. That's, That's not, not what Matt Weinhold is looking for. Yeah. But now I wonder, I wanted you to take this hard left and yeah. go to something. It's either on, I think it's on Lifetime. It might be on Hallmark. There's regular Christmas romance movies, and then there's Christmas mysteries. Yes. Now, Did you hear about those? Well, I've we discovered last year's family, I think it was last March, <laughs> the Hallmark Mystery Channel. Yeah. Which then, because my parents are obsessed with mysteries. We're like a big mystery family. <laughs> so, which is weird, because I, I don't even know if those are my right parents. No. Um, but... But I haven't been on, but in, but the problem was at some point my parents couldn't find that they had the Hallmark mystery. So are you saying on the Hallmark mystery channel, there are holiday mysteries? Yes. Yes. It is a huge reveal. It might change your life. Do you have cable? Is that what, do you have to have cable? I have a sports problem, so I have every channel. Oh, that's you can right. You do have. have a sports. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that we know that we're talking to Aaron K. Foley. It's Aaron Foley Comic on Twitter. It's Aaron Foley or Aaron K. Yeah. And then it's Aaron K. Foley on the Instagram. Sports Without Balls is your podcast. It is. Do you have another podcast? Just Sports Without Balls. Just that one on the All Things Comedy Network, which we are both on. Yes. Uh, the Dork Forest. You're listening to The Dork Forest. Uh, just so you <laughs> hello, heads up. But uh, where are you going to be in January so people might, if they might want to come see you do the stand-up comedy? Um, I will be recording a new album on what? Sunday, January 13th. What? I just realized that's that the is date. That is awesome. Yes. Um, where? Uh, at New York Comedy Club, the first place I ever told a joke. Full in New circle. York City. New York City. Uh, I'll post everything on Aaron K. Foley, take a link and all that stuff. I also have to figure out the name of the album. Right. It could be called Aaron K. Foley stand-up comic. I think it's going to be called drinking and marching, marching and drinking. <laughs> will you be wearing a nutcracker outfit? Of course I will. But I underneath you to... my exterior outfit, <laughs> I will, the second outfit close to my body will be a nutcracker how about a just marching band i want you to wear a band (laughs) uniform will you please wear if it's going to be called marching and drinking if you if you are wearing a marching band uniform and holding a tumbler of an adult beverage oh that's that's good a lot of people don't know this about me but i sometimes got an idea (laughs) (laughs) some imagery we got uh so Okay, so now let's get back into it. Christmas movies. Another great Christmas movie that I like to sometimes watch is not even about Christmas. It's called, it's the Jack Frost story. Uh, it's called Guardians of the Galaxy? Nope. It's, uh, it's, and it, and it came out, there was some Owl Guardians movie. Oh. Not that fucking movie. Oh. Not that goddamn okay. film. This thing on, to- on top of there. 
You want to grab that Rise stack? Rise Guardians? Rise of the Guardians. That's it. Oh, Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. And it's essentially about Santa, but Ooh. it's really about Jack Frost. Oh, I didn't know Jack Frost had enough of a subplot. Uh, they really they, they brought it together. I think it's one the Baldwin, the one uh, with the drinking problem who plays Trump. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Alex. <laughs> Alex. I'm, what a train is, wreck of a family, huh? Right. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> uh, but I always watch that, and I like to watch uh, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, well, that was the Mr. Magoo classic. Christmas Carol. And you don't know the Mr. Magoo? No. Well, I don't know if you know this about him. He has uh, eyesight problems. Anyway, Ooh. so he ends up uh, playing uh, Scrooge and not knowing that he's playing Scrooge because he's Mr. Magoo. Oh. The Mr. Magoo Christmas Carol. I like the uh, I like the design of all. I like that one the best. Oh. What is that little creature called? Oh, she's um, th- might be the love interest, but she's like Tinkerbell. She's a tiny fairy. I like tiny fairies. Tiny fairies is the name of my band in high school. <laughs> Maybe that's the name of your new album, <laughs> Tiny Fairies. Um, yeah, but this one is great. Rise of the Guardians is great. It's uh, the the tiny guy in the front. That's the Sandman. Nice. Uh, the guy with the beard. That's going to be Santa. Oh, yep. Do you ever? Uh, oh, and that uh, that little guy. Uh, all of these characters were Happy Meals. Were Happy Meal Rise of the Guardians, and I got. I went to McDonald's and I bought all the toys. No way! And I put them in our nativity scene usually every year. Every year, that tiny guy right there usually plays. Not well. Jack usually plays a shepherd because he's got that stick. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty great. And then uh, the Sandman. He usually plays an angel, and uh, but t- that's fitting. We that's have a, an updated nativity. Well, we got a two new. We got a new Joseph and a new Mary. Oh, you see them? Yes, it's going to be Doctor Strange and the Black Widow. That's one heck of a nativity. That's that's a nativity that's very very powerful. That's a, like a Bible three point Right. The fact that that book has not uh, updated is it just needs an update. No, no, don't don't do it. Don't fuck with it. Uh, my brother Terry wants to. He's always wanting to update it. He's got a line veto theory. Uh, he just wants to take out the words uh, "not," and uh, he literally he wants to change the meaning of the Bible. So I just think um, it would be nice to keep the, the sentiment of do good to others and then call I wouldn't mind some editing you're right just Just, but but mostly just uh, just so like my gay gay folk aren't burned stuff like that just some nice make it more of a holiday bible like a a Hallmark holiday bible maybe if Hallmark could get involved if Hallmark could just just really you know. talk about the meaning of Christmas. Just the meaning you would of think Christmas. that the Bible would have a really great meaning of Christmas story. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Some other stuff I wanted to tell you before Please. we wrap this up. I, I could talk about this forever. Um, some other stuff that always happens in Hallmarks, because I wrote down three or four uh, talking points. There's always an inn, of course, or right. an inn or a lodge. Right. Um, the town names are always Snow Falls. Crystals. Uh, uh, Snowflake. Snowflakeville. Uh, it's always like the, you know, the theme of like the, a winter theme. North Pole. Um, North Pole. Uh, there's always there's always one or two. Well, there's probably be a gazillion now, but uh, per season that has to do with a prince or a princess. Oh. Sometimes um, uh, there's one called like Princess Switch. Uh, there's one oh. like the the girl Amnesia? just starts dating a guy and it turns out he's a prince 
and then they have to go live over there and they get married on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot. Um, Not over there. She has to go there. live over there? She does have to go live over there. And it is a country, oddly enough, I've never heard of. <laughs> And you have some geography skills. Um, I do. I do. Uh, Cameron, uh, Candace Cameron's in uh, most of them. Uh, <laughs> She's some... in most of them. Oh, this well, is... I thought Judith Light used to be in a lot of them. I don't. I think maybe that's just regular lifetime. I haven't seen okay. her any holiday stuff. But there's some uh, Lacey uh, Chabert. She's, she, had a, she had a hold on. She had a lock on a lot of those movies. Um, <laughs> Winnie. Winnie from... Uh, I oh, was just going to say Hunger Games. That is not correct. Fred Winnie Savage? From, yeah. Uh, the TV Wonder show? Years. Yeah. I don't know why I said Hunger Games instead of The Wonder Years. The Wonder years. Games. The Maybe Wonder the Games. Wonder, Wonder Games. They were games. Well, you have to grow up and then you kill. <laughs> um, yeah, she had a lockdown on a lot of them. Uh, but yeah, it's always... Would it's, you ever act in one? No, but I'm... Uh, Tom Pop and I are, and his wife, Cynthia, we're all obsessed. Uh, we want to write one. Interesting. I met a woman at a party who directs them, and I had not ever seen them, and so I did not know that I might hurt her feelings by asking her about the B-plot. I said, is there a B-plot? And she goes, define B-plot. And uh, Not an A-plot. Right. Well, I said, like sometimes, the best example that I've given a thousand times, Footloose. Yeah. Uh, it is a romance. It is a dance movie. But the B plot is censorship is bad. Yeah. Right. So uh, she said, no, there's never a B plot. There's oh, no oh, message. But I beg to differ. Well, see, now that. The good ones have a, to they have a solid B plot. And the Nutcracker had the weird thing about uh, capitalism. Yeah. And anti union. No, I. I uh, are you sure she's a director? Okay. No, <laughs> I, yeah, no, I have to say that, I mean, you know, some of the terrible ones maybe it's just you know what's the a romance favorite or something yeah yeah give me some favorite b plots if you can think of a b plot well i think you know harking back to the let it snow a classic gem <laughs> last night after that really made up for el camino christmas <laughs> the solid uh the, the the a plot was her going to the lodge making this report figuring out that and how christmas changes her right but the solid b plot is the romance with the sun oh right yeah so a lot of them do have i would say a lot of them i mean even christmas inheritance mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she goes to big city has this mission she's got to give the card she's got to show her dad that she's not like a drunken idiot she's got to this this was a business trip right but the b plot Boom, she realizes her boyfriend's on it for the right reasons. This guy she meets at the town is filled with the right reasons and the Christmas spirit. I think oh. I have defined B-plot incorrectly. I'm talking about a C-plot <laughs> or like a message, like the, like some like uh, Dirty Dancing, yeah. uh, Keep Abortion Legal, yes. um, Blue Crush, uh, the surfing movie, yes. uh, True Happiness is Found Through Corporate Sponsorship. <laughs> That is the that is the that is the yeah. hidden sort of. Yeah. There's always like a hidden message, which is like, don't be a dick. Yeah. Or be a dick. So yeah. All right. Well, you know, I guess the a plot for every hall, like hallmark, right, is usually is the, usually meaning, of the meaning of Christmas. And then the b plot can be romance. 
can be romance. Most of the time, I would say like 80% romance. Because the meaning of Christmas, it's already a family show. Yeah. And it's already do the right thing is like implied. Right. You know? That's um, that's why the Nutcracker message was so jarring. Yeah. I was like, in the middle of the yeah. <laughs> some anti-union thing. <laughs> I guess you, you could subplot it out and, you know, but, you know, the, the ones that are bad, you're like, oh, it's just like, you know, surface level stuff. But the one that, you know, you get a little tears oh, at the yeah. end, oh, they, yeah. they all, I'm sorry, they all get me. They, and some oh. of even the bad ones where I go, I'm going to stick through this, I'll choke up at the end. I was. Uh, I just uh, did an episode with Jen O'Donnell, stand-up comedy comic. Does a a, a, a show at the three clubs Fun. called Ladies' Night. Nice. And um, she reads sad literature, sick lit. When she started, when she was a kid in the nineties, it is uh, everyone has leukemia. No. And um, you fall in love, and so it's wait. She reads. Well, she's when she was ten years old. She read a story about a a young a boy, written by his sister, and she was like, and and the it opens up with, I don't want you to cry. I don't want you to be sad. But he dies in the end. He gets in a bike accident. It's my brother Mick. He was the greatest guy in the world. And then then the story begins. Oh, jeez. And the story is about how Mick didn't wear his fucking bike helmet, man. Mm. And. She read a passage from it, and literally my goosebumps. It yeah. was goosebumps, and my hairs went up. <laughs> and she just like then how does how does this fit in with stand up? Is this a, a non stand up show? Um, no, no. She, the, she was on the Dork Forest talking about cichlid. Oh, because I was right? like, I don't understand how you'd go from like a passage of leukemia to like anybody travel. <laughs> like I was like, I don't know how this is a stand up show. Well, she's amazing. She's like, it's the new Nanette. Uh, <laughs> she's turned- leukemia exclamation point. Yeah, <laughs> right. She well, I mean, it was, uh, but it, but it was funny because she likes to read um, a sad. A story of sadness. I cry at the ones like I was. I was showing her that I was reading some. It was a. It was a. A, a book of novellas, just so a bunch of short stories yeah. or three three novellas written by this woman, who who can make me cry every time. Yeah. And the name of this anth- the three novellas the the umbrella title was Under the Mistletoe. Under the Mistletoe was three stories of histor- – they were historical romances and all three instances, two of, the, two of them were about married people who had, had had some sort of falling out and how they got back together. I love that. And the misunderstandings in these short stories were so minuscule, <laughs> were so – would not happen in real life. You're like, oh, you've ruined 12 years of your life because you thought you saw something? Wow. What happened? Yeah. Use your Tar words. it out. <laughs> uh, any follow-up questions? No. Divorce. <laughs> exactly. He's like, he's not going to ask for clarity. He's just going to assume. Yeah. That, and, or, and, and like one of them, the guy thought he saw something or read something or did something. And the one, the woman thought she did something or he saw something or was something. Yeah. And then the third one was just two very young people who uh, couldn't not get their shit together until they did and then you know what happened they kiss 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 and it was a beautiful under the mistletoe and in every single one by the way each of those novellas 
mistletoe. Been meaning to purchase some mistletoe yeah. because of that novella. Every, nothing bad happens under a mistletoe. No. Well, I mean, it could be argued, but let's uh, keep it in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> right. It's Sinatra's not here. Yeah. Come exactly. on. Exactly. It's uh, it's it's a Hallmark mistletoe. There's always a shot, by the way. But oh. a, about every other movie, they'll look up and they'll go, oh, and it's mistletoe. <laughs> That's another. That's another. That's it's another an one. Trope. Someone doesn't see snow. There's mistletoe. Um, who? Yeah. In, who was like? Let's just see this weed. We're gonna hold it over people and yeah. make uh, people kiss each other. What? I wonder what the the history behind mistletoe is. Do you have a, a fake secretary like I do on Sports Without Balls? I don't. We, it, we used to be, t- oh, Tiberius was, uh, uh, was, was an assistant for a heartbeat. Yes. Uh, and then 12 years later, he passed away. Yes. And, and, I, and I never, and the gag, we never played through. We never played through on the gag. Andy's still sad. Still sad about Tiberius. Well, I mean, he's going to be sad forever. 23 years. They had oh, he, my he, God. him and that 23 crazy. 23 years they were together? Yep. That tiny lizard that became a giant lizard. Oh, I had my cat for almost 11. And you were, and he's on like uh, Shutterfly. I did uh, uh, notepads with his face, Christmas ornaments. Oh my god! <gasps> so twenty three years. Oh, I might want to take a nice Carmen Morales. Take some very beautiful pictures of him. Yeah, you go uh, on Shutterfly. Yeah, this podcast is now sponsored by Shutterfly. <laughs> you t- upload an image. It's so easy on the app. They make for great gifts, Christmas ornaments. I love Christmas ornaments. You upload the photo, you choose you whatever Christmas style. ornament you want, boom, there's the face of your pet, alive or dead, and you put them, boom, on the tree. I gotta go. Uh, and do it See you right later. Now. <laughs> right now, I'm gonna go do it. Aaron, Aaron K. Foley, you guys, on Twitter, Aaron K. Foley, uh, Aaron Foley Comic on Twitter, actually, Aaron K. Foley on Instagram, and AaronKFoley.com. Uh, she's uh, one of the best stand-up comics working today. Find her, fuckers. Find her, Rangers. Thank you know what you. I'm saying. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. Merry Christmas. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we. You. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?